0: It's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. woo And I'm Dr. Lisa. Those my enthusiastic guests. They are out of control already. I'm going to introduce you to them in a minute. But uh, there's something I wanted to let you guys know. I actually... uh, Well, first of all, let me tell you, it's Radio Free Brooklyn. Did I say that? Radio Free Brooklyn, which is the absolute best radio station in the entire Western Hemisphere. I have heard all of them. This is the best one, and this is Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. But anyway, I wanted to tell you, um, I ran... This is, we, we, we can't stop thinking about Trump, but I just want to tell you something. If He is having a major psychological effect on, on, on our group, our entire psyche, our entire universal psyche. I ran into... Um, a psychotherapist, psychiatrist, expert that I occasionally have perform with me as the expert. He's written books and shit he teaches. And he was just saying how uh, profound an effect on his clients Trump's presidency has had. He, he That it is really um, disturbing to his clients and it's affecting everyone's psyche. And then when I talked to my own shrink about it, she said the same thing. So if you're having depression or anxiety or anything like that because of the atmosphere that, and it's not just Trump, it's the atmosphere that's going on out out in the world right now. You are not alone. It's natural. It's normal. It's not forever. You're going to be okay. Okay, I just want to put that out there. And speaking of that, uh, I am so thrilled to have uh, these two lovely... Lovely, fantastic, fabulous, brilliant. Um uh, uh 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 happy, happy. They look so happy. Woohoo! I got some positive energy in here today. Uh uh artists, women, feminists, organizers, no bullshit, no take no prisoners, kick ass, uh ladies. And they are um Sibeli Vieira, hello Sibeli Hi Lisa, Thank closer you to me. the mic I already told hi, you I'm that sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, hi Jesus. Lisa This is a professional okay, station I'm sorry. You better stick with it or you know I kick ass too
1: Don't worry, I'll kick your ass too Did Yeah, we're going to have a rumble you? in oh, here woo-hoo,
0: woo-hoo. And wearing her leather mm. jacket <laughs> All ready for a, a rumble Weighing in at 98 pounds Is Nina Keneally Hey woo-hoo. Lisa, Okay, so these ladies are part of the Bushwick uh, Formal and Unformal uh, Artist Organization. We're very well organized here in Bushwick, mostly thanks to Bushwick Open Studios. It's a very sprawling but very tight community. And uh, these ladies both took it upon themselves to organize a bus to uh, get women or get people to the women's march in Washington, which I, which I think is awesome that they did that. I posted on my Facebook page about them, a little bit about uh, an article from the Bushwick Daily about the way that they organized it. But um, so, ladies, uh, welcome to Dr. Lisa gives a shit.
2: We give a shit too, Lisa. I know, obviously, <laughs> a lot.
0: That's why you're here. So why don't you explain what you did, explain what you did, and then explain, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about the experience. But just put it put, you you had a bus. Yeah.
1: Okay. So what happened is uh, they came for the idea of the the, the 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 women's march, and right now I knew I'm not gonna be there, and I think Nina sent me a text or email.
2: Yeah.
1: Like you know, can we do organizing a bus from Bushwick? And I was so she had this idea, and I was like. Of course, why not, you know? So I got her back to her, and we w-
2: got the bus. I found a, a bus, and we reserved the bus. We reserved the bus, and then we just had to fill it. And that was, um, you know, we got it filled, and actually, I mean, we had a waiting list, and we had people. Are you had a waiting list? Oh, yeah. And- that's and, great. And people up to the last minute asking us if we had room on the bus and stuff like oh. that. It started slow but ended in an avalanche of people.
0: Oh, see, I, I, when I was in contact with them initially, they were looking for people. But I'm so pleased was, to hear yeah, that. It
1: was, it was a very interesting experience, the whole thing about putting the bus together. Uh, because it started very slow, as any, I think, artist community does. Like, you know, open, everything for artists. <laughs> sort of, what month did you start? Right it after was like the election. November. Right after yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But we had the deadline was December 16th, something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. Bef- yeah. One week before, we still had like 30 seats available, and we're like, we're not talking that, but like, like so we have less. So, to see how the community is great here we got a phone call from someone in the community like Sibeli this bus is going to go anywhere and, and anyway if no I will pay for 20 seats that's the way to make the bus to go so that's like so wow so you got sponsorship we got, a, we got someone that would sponsor if you couldn't mm-hmm. feel, but by the end we, we had didn't need, we didn't need him to sponsor it yeah. because we had enough that's people that's fantastic and, and
0: but, there was this, there was this but woman, the
2: support yeah. and there was this woman named Lisa Levy Le- 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 who wrote um, a press release for us that we were able to disseminate that helped us get a lot of attention yeah. to that was Classy broad actor, just <laughs> with that.
0: Yeah, you know me, always trying to find an angle. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that that. So that must have been really gratifying. I mean, and I love that somebody jumped in and offered to pay. Is that a private business person or is that somebody you want to give a shout out to?
1: I will say I'll give a shout out to because it's a person that uh, came out back afterwards and he gave all the material because we had a sign party a week before. Mm-hmm. the. and you know, also invite people to the community, mm-hmm. and people, not just from the bus. Because the whole thing about the bus, we decided we called the Bushwick bus because we didn't want to call with the artist bus or mm-hmm. the anything because mm-hmm. we want everybody that would feel welcome to come mm-hmm. to the bus. Mm-hmm. So we called the Bushwick bus. Everybody was welcome.
0: Right. And you had it. You made a sign. You made a sign making party that was well attended that my husband, Phil Bueller uh, covered for the Bushwick Daily. And there were tons of photos and great signs and how and that was. So was,
1: uh, cool. Brooklyn Fireproof gave us the space, the gallery mm-hmm, space. Mm-hmm, oh, thank you so mm-hmm. much you know, for Brooklyn Fireproof to providing the space for the, the sign party. And uh, Paul Bauman from Handmade Frames in Bushwick also, he offered to pay for the seats, which was not. No, we thank Paul because by the end, Paul gave us all the boards for the signs ah. and he gave all some... Uh, uh, material for the painting and crafts
0: so, so people really jumped yeah, in and that's you know, really I, great to hear that
2: i do some work at a gallery david and schweitzer and yeah here in bushwick and yeah they, great gallery and they donated um hand and foot warmers and oh, energy bars so nice. and gum and everything else so, so.
0: people really it so they, it must have it was a really supportive experience that's so great to hear that um what 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 did you know everybody on the bus? Tell me about the people that were on the bus. By the way, when you guys ask me, I just want my my listeners, my the unemployed people sitting out there in front of their TV sets and radios to, uh, or maybe you're uh, you know, maybe you just go out at night. And you're just waking up. So anyway, I just want you to know that uh, when I was approached about joining it, I was like 4.30 in the morning to get on a bus? No fucking I way. It was 4. 4. 4.
2: And then I felt bad about that
0: because I thought it was great. But I was like, they probably hate me now because I made fun of them. But, I, I mean, I'm just being honest. No,
2: but I got to say, we, I was impressed. Everybody made it by 4, too. Everybody mm-hmm. was on time to go. It was, the, it was <laughs> the amazing. The bus laughed 4.05. Right.
0: Four or five. So, what were the people like? Were there people that you knew, men and women? Was anybody dressed
2: weird? Tell
0: me about the people on the bus.
2: Well, it was, I mean, there were some people we knew, and they were complete strangers. Actually, when the bus first started filling up, it was almost all women, but, but towards the end, the men got into it and wanted to get on the bus, too. So we had a big, real mix of people, mix of
1: ages, mix, mix of sexes. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what, locals and artists, or people who, or yeah. was it mostly all artists, or?
1: I think mostly was all artists, but I still some people
0: not,
2: you know. And there was a boyfriend or girlfriend or two, a significant other, too, that were not artists, that were, yeah. like, there was a guy who was, yeah. So was yeah. it,
0: like, dead silence and, at four in the morning was everybody just like sleeping. What was it like?
2: We well, ate first. Did
0: you yeah, have a bathroom well, on the bus? Yes, of oh, course we had a bathroom out. on the
2: bus. Okay, and so act- what was it? What and was- actually, somebody organized. I didn't think this would even happen. We left in from in front of Hannah Natural, and someone organized to get them in there at four o'clock in the morning to make fifty different sandwiches, bagels, bacon, egg and cheese sandwiches. And everything else, so the people had stuff to wow.
0: eat as, as yeah. we left. On the- so you brought sandwiches and gave them out?
1: No, 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 no. Someone uh, organized someone from the bus. Corrine. Corrine. Yes. Yeah. She, yeah. she, she oh. organized. She collected people's choice. And, oh, and wow. She got Service. It. Yes, was amazing. She was amazing. Yep. She took care of. Wow, her wow. that's so people cool. were very proactive. So, so people ate
2: and chat and ate and chatted for a while, and then it got quiet. Then you know, people then, tried mm-hmm. to go back to sleep mm-hmm. for a
0: little while. So uh, what happened when you got to Washington?
1: Yeah, The trip was very fast. I thought we were going to get there like 10.30 or 10 a.m. We got there at 9. Yep. So it was really fast. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, it was very, very, very you know, easy trip over there. Yep. Well, props to
2: the bus company. They're the people who said, leave at 4, because if you leave later, you're going to get stuck in traffic. And this is get true. There I
0: can late, tell you so. that
2: no.
1: um, from
0: my own experience. But go ahead.
1: So we we got there and we decided not uh, we have we have most of us have the tickets for the the subway but we decided to walk to the church St. Mark's Episcopal Church on 3rd Street. Mm-hmm. Thank like a big clap for them. Thank you so much for you now the the church service. They
2: they opened up their doors. They provided coffee, tea, Hot fruit, chocolate. Yogurt, um, baked goods, all sorts of stuff. Bathrooms, bathrooms, clean bathrooms, bathrooms clean bathrooms.
1: Wow. That is so nice. And we got to know about them through Jane Joy, now one of a fellow from Bushwick as well, she's an artist, and she was painting for We Make America, the great artist group that was making all these amazing oh. signs. Oh wow. Right. And they got in touch with the church and Jane Joy come to join us over there. Everybody's welcome. So so you mean that was like a meeting place. Right.
2: So okay. we were able to get there, walk over there, have something to eat, use the bathroom, get mm-hmm. ourselves ready to go to
0: the main rally. Uh huh. And so, what happened at the rally? Were you guys all together, or what was the feeling like there? Well,
2: it was. Ama- I mean, what was amazing was walking there and just seeing this sea of people all heading in the same direction. It was just amazing. I mean, you just you knew immediately there was going to be a bigger, a much larger number than that two hundred thousand people projection they had originally said. It was just. Excited, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Oh, so
1: yeah, so the church was just behind the Capitol. Okay, so Mm -hmm. we had to go over the hill and we will down the Capitol, and that's when you see the sea of people. To me, actually, it was the, the moment that I will never forget for the rest of my life, because mm-hmm. we're going down, we were seeing the sea of people in pink hats, mm-hmm. you know, and these ladies came behind us, and it was like maybe five ladies. To me, they're my angels, okay, and they came, and there was a, a silence between us, and they started to sing, We Shall Overcome. Wow. And, to, and wow. we just, no, there is actually, there is a video. That so cool. was, was the coolest thing you now, fa- like Vincico, actually has a video you now that she takes with me, and I'm just like blowing and listening to these ladies, and I look at them—they feel like they're all old, femi- you know, feminists, you know, and they're just giving the torch to us, you know. And one of them, they look at me; they have this beautiful blue eyes, and she's singing. It was just like that moment wow. to me was just like Spiritual. I will never forget. Yes.
0: Wow. Can you send me that video? I'll post it along with everything else. Yes. So you can send it to me. So that sounds like that sounds really amazing, and it was
2: amazing too because then we also knew that it was a people's march at that time because we saw men and we saw children and we Mm -hmm. saw people of all of all sorts there and and people starting to chant, um, you know, responsive chants like um, men would go "her body, her choice," women would go "my body, my choice," Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. just other Mm -hmm. other things. Everyone was the energy was so exciting and so Mm. huge. Did you guys hang out with all the
0: Bushwick people? So it's Did very difficult. Did everybody stick together? That was
2: very not, not
0: all fifty. Was fun. there any fights? Was there any fights? Come well, the no, way back a little bit. Was there tension? Yeah, what was the tension about? That's the most important part.
1: Ah, uh, the tension. It like, was just the, the way back, the timing, living. You now how uh, people you know, weren't ready time to get, go. No, time, yeah, I was not ready to go. <laughs> and and uh, Nina was so ready so to so go. So was her <laughs> usual
0: pain in the ass. Yes. We had to drag her on the bus. Yeah. That was the whole problem. I want to stay in yeah. March. <laughs> So, uh, what happened? Um, so, were you, So what happened? Did people split up into
1: groups? Yeah, there were a couple little groups. Because I think it was very difficult. And I was like, one yeah. is like, so many people that you got cut, and other people come marching in front of you. And you want to see, for example, by the, end, by the end, I think we stick together like 15 people really yeah. strong together and really take each other. Even that, when it got almost in the front of the White House... Now, div- the divide, we have to go right, and we had Kurt Steger and uh, Maggie Hitchcock, and they did disappear in the crowd. Ah. And we, we we said that And it started to, to, to yell at them And put our card Because one thing that we realized The signs also sign where you are So people could see And right, come back to the right, group right, We had a, big, right. a great
2: big banner That Linda Schmidt and some other people Oh yeah, people Linda made. Schmidt so, made this
1: beautiful So
2: we were able to kind of That was our You could look up and see that banner And you knew where your group was Which was fantastic Just so you know I was with Phil
0: Phil Bueller. Shout out Phil Who took photographs At the uh, sign making party And he was desperate To find you guys I mean I wanted to find you you guys too but he was like he he was like really on that and uh he really wanted to follow up on photographing you guys so so we were reminded of you a lot
2: well there was you know we we tried we got as close to the main stage as we could get we were actually closer than we thought we were we didn't realize but it was such gridlock i mean Mm -hmm. we must have stood it right before the actual march started in that one place for over an hour and a half without being able to move. Yeah,
1: um, yeah but the official march never really started, right? Right. right. Because with so many people, the no, two-mile route was filled. Yeah, in. it was yeah. supposed to
2: start at two, right?
1: But never. Well, but it
2: just happened all day.
1: Could not have started because mm-hmm. there is no space for people to march. march. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because the
2: beginning it was yeah. filled from the end of the march from the end of the march to the beginning of the march, so you couldn't. So that's why eventually. The, the, the police and stuff let people just march down Constitution Avenue, march down Pennsylvania Avenue, because right, there were right. so many people and nowhere to put right, them. Right, right, right.
1: Also, one the greatest thing to me was seeing the pictures of the inauguration day and making all those... those uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome, all, right? All those empty, those... Yeah, no, the mall. Uh, the no, 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 not em- the mall. Oh. The uh, Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, oh, the, bleachers, have, the bleachers. The bleachers were completely empty at the Inauguration they were, yeah.
2: Day. For us, they were completely full. Completely full of.
1: No, and people just. We get, showed him. Yeah. No, it's just like, it was like was so cool. It was like, you know, all the bleachers full of people They got hired, you know, and they are cheering us. So people it was like all the pink hats cheering people are passing.
2: And some of the museums on Pennsylvania Avenue, the Press Museum whatever that's called, Yeah. Were people that's... were out on the balcony there cheering and applauding. Oh, it was man. really it was really exciting. So,
0: how did you like feel? Did you feel like um did you feel encouraged or less despondent about it or like what was the what was the feeling was it just it sounds like it was very um gratifying to be there and be part of something bigger bigger uh, bigger than one person
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you had to feel that you were in it with a lot of people, that, that, it, that it is a mass movement, and and that there is hope, and people are willing, at least are starting to be willing to go out and work for the change they want to see. So it was it was amazing. Well,
0: that's one of the things that I have noticed recently, and I think you guys would agree, is that there's been a lot of, um, we, we are now seeing people more active. There's activism, oh, which yeah. in a way that never was happening before, right? But,
1: but I think the only way that we will we, we really overcome is everybody no coward you know everybody has to be there and you know be present like I don't know if you guys watched yesterday the amazing you know Greenpeace you know put mm-hmm, no mm-hmm. and you know, I watched you know um, Nancy Hernandez talking mm-hmm. from the top of the you know, and she's saying we we all have to overcome our fears look what I am right now and she's in the middle of nowhere like on top of the world and she's there protesting you know mm-hmm. we have to resist. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you feel like though um this experience kind of bonded you with other people on the bus, people that you had the experience with, like did you get to did you make any new friends, ladies? Oh yes.
2: Yeah, sure, and, and and even people I knew somewhat superficially, I got to know better, and and it was a really, it's a wonderfully profound shared experience. And I and going on, Sibeli was saying too. The other thing it proves: you have to get out. If you sit at home all day and just watch, fa- look at your Facebook feed or Twitter, and you know read all this stuff, and and you're, you're bound to be beaten down into Depressed. a puddle of whatever. But if you go out with other la- like-minded people and make your make your voices heard and your faces seen. It may not change things immediately, but it starts to, and it makes you feel a hell of a lot more empowered. So you
0: felt like you really did something. Oh, yeah. 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 And well, I felt cool. really good
1: bringing um, now. Between... See, do
0: you hear that, you guys out there? If you're, if, and I, I mean, you people out there, if you're sitting around at home, like listening to this crap on radio, don't, you know, put it, get out there. Don't stay home. You are not alone. Yeah. Go out there and do something, do anything. And, um, you know, I've heard people say, well, this march or this thing doesn't count, this thing, nothing's going to change. And nothing's going to change. And one action is not going to change anything. It's yes. the it's the all the actions cumulative. together. It's the cumulative thing. So anything you do, whether it's – and I also heard that calling your uh, legislators – is better than sending emails that's the best thing to do put your put your legislators on direct dial speed dial just keep calling so were there any uh, like surprises or weird shit that happened
2: I, I don't know, no weird shit. No, did but, you have but trouble? The with, fantastic did you thing go went, to the
0: bathroom? How'd you go to? Did you go to the bathroom when? Did anybody? Uh, that's what I always worry about. I talked about this last week. That the whole thing about these marches worry me
1: about when I get to go to the bathroom.
2: Well, you know, we went to the church, and then you know, a couple times, you go to the porta potties It's not the most. We porta potty.
1: Yeah. I was very impressed and proud of myself that I didn't go to the bathroom any time. I think my body was made for that. <laughs> I uh, kind of shut down; like I couldn't need to go to the bathroom. I didn't feel any hunger. The adrenaline just kicked in. And I That's was so uh, doing it. Yeah. That's so
0: figures. Everybody, That's no, so Sibeli. It
2: is. But but you know it, you know it could be worse. You know I mean you, you kind of hold your nose, you don't look, and you run in and you run out. You know what yeah, are you going to do? It was uh, fine. You
0: know, it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. Um, so what? Let's talk about um, what you think, like, what? What? where did this all leave you? Where did this leave you? When so you, you do came more? home. You came home. What happened that night? What time did you get back?
1: 11.30, 11.40. I think the, the bus parked back at 11.40. Yeah. So what was that like? Were you, like, beat? I went to the bar and drank. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Sabelli.
0: Are you really a human, or is there some kind of... I, wow. I feel like, look, I'm a mom. you
1: get all this energy? Yeah, I'm a mom, you know, and I didn't have my kid that night. Oh. You know, and some people like, let's go for a drink. And I, I sh- was sure sh- my adrenaline kicking. And like, I want to sh- sh- share what I've. You know, I feel like people want to talk. I want to talk too. And a beer is the best way. So I did. So,
0: everybody, was there a contingency from the bus maybe, that went s- out for drinks? Maybe just six 11? people.
1: Just That's six people. Cool. Of, yeah. You no. Know.
0: Good job. Well, what what know,
2: so- somebody passed around a bottle on the bus.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: There's oh. some alcohol going on the bus <laughs> <laughs> too. Yeah. Homes, oh. So, you know, we were all. You mean from the driver? Yeah, the dry, it was the and driver's but... stash. Yeah. <laughs> and how? And uh, did did you guys meet up with the but Bushwick bitch bus No, people. we didn't. No, did we you just, meet them? Wait, was Fox. that competition or what did you no. Oh, no, 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 not competition. It's just that,
2: you know, unless you had set up a place to meet someone and really did it early, it would have been impossible. It's to. so crazy. Yeah, uh,
0: no, yeah. Car actually tell came. Tell Phil she, that. Yeah. I got
2: to tell you, Phil
0: was really pain in the ass about this because he wanted to see you guys so bad. I, and, and we he, were with these, we were staying in uh, Arlington with these friends of ours who lived there. So, and one of them was with us. So we couldn't just, ditch him, and we were all together, and we were having a, I thought we were having a great time, and Phil kept saying, where are they? <laughs> yeah, where he kept texting me, <laughs> where are you guys? But I,
1: I was there, like, I'm sorry, Phil, and, like, no. Yeah, and he's like,
0: come on, we gotta find them, we gotta find them, and like, so, so it, Phil well, was a pain I'm in the telling you, it was more than, Phil, what do you think, Lisa? You were there,
1: I think it was much more than one million people. I uh, think just 500 plus is ridiculous.
0: It was one of those experiences, well, I did some, you know, we made some video ourselves, did you know that? Did you yeah, my watch. Yeah, it, yeah. Yes. yeah. So anyway, so I was sort of caught up in my own thing. And Phil did an amazing job. And so we were we were busy with that. Uh, and um, I was just, I I mean, I what I'm hearing from you is a little bit different because going in a group, I think that you're always in a group. You have that group mentality from the get-go. I mean, there was a little bit of observerness more, I think, from my point of view. But it was sort of incomprehensible how many people were there. I mean, it was just endless, endless people everywhere you looked. And it was almost impossible for me to get a sense of how many people were there because until unless you had that overhead view, it was just like people everywhere. This we could should, be a million people. We had no helicopters. Yeah, we
1: had no helicopters. Nothing. So, like yeah. you know, it's, we were everywhere. So there's no picture that can really say you know how many I, people were there. I, I will. I will
0: say this though, uh, the feeling that you're describing of euphoria almost was 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 present for me. Yeah. Uh, everybody was just. Beaming and and there was there was like uh, I'm not the most I'm a I'm a pretty cynical person but I have to say there was some kind of spiritual energy there. Oh,
2: oh totally yeah there were and I mean it was amazing to see there were there were little children there were kids in strolls kids in strollers kids in, in the carriages um, yeah. there were people with wheelchairs yeah. there were women with walkers I mean it was just the people who really were committed. No matter what it took to come out for this, that that, that alone was inspiring and, and energizing.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that's really... It, I was amazed how many old people were there, you know? Every old age. Old ladies. Yeah, every know. age and yep. men and everything. So I just want to remind people that we're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit, and we're talking about... Uh, Two Bushwick organizers, Sibeli Vieira and Nina Keneally, uh, we're talking with these lovely ladies about their experience organizing the bus from Bushwick to the Women's March in Washington. So, uh, do you, do, let's talk about moving forward. How's that? So, what, what, what did you get from this experience? Like, what, it, what, what's your takeaway?
2: Well, we felt it was a start. It's a beginning. And it's a start of something that we want to help continue and um, affect real change change for it. Because, you know, it is one thing to go to a march in Washington and feel really great. It's another thing to keep this going and um, oppose the policies that we don't like now and, and keep the freedoms that we have come to Um, take for granted a little bit and and, and expect. So we've been taking some time this week to start to figure out how to do that Mm -hmm. best. Mm -hmm. So what are you guys thinking? The
1: day after was... um was very um, kind of – we started we started to get all these emails back and texts and people, oh, yeah. what are you going to do next, you know? Oh. Oh, no, no. and, all, you know, and you all, mean from people involved
0: in it or people reading about it or hearing about everybody.
1: it? Everybody. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I, I, I got texts and emails and phone calls, like, what can we do next, you know? And to me, also, like, you know, I'm an immigrant, I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a Latina. I'm an immigrant you know, You're from and and my mother, I'm from Brazil. And now uh, I so for me is everything is so personal right now. It's really takes me c- crazy. And we have all this network that we've been creating, all this community that we've been creating here and we are getting all this you now. And also there's so many issues we all care about. You know, from from environment to women's, you know, to black lives matter and ev- you know everybody we all care about, but some people care more about this, some people care more about that. It's like, so it's like, it's very overwhelming, actually. I was talking to Karen Martz on, on Facebook because she put a list of things now, and we just feel like we're being bombarded by this man mm-hmm. from every angle as it's possible. Right, okay? right. It's I insane. Mean, yeah, we've I all mean, been getting a-
2: messages about, do these five things, do this, these seven things, call mm-hmm. this, these mm-hmm. 16 people, write these other five. It, mm-hmm. You can't do it all, and it starts to overwhelm you. So mm-hmm. what we've been thinking about is, how do you take... You know, just uh, find what you're the most passionate about and work on that within um, a larger scope where other people are working on what they're passionate about. too. Yeah,
1: so try to create maybe like, you know, uh, divide to conquer. You know, so we're trying mm-hmm. to think about uh, like a format that we... Everybody is going to do what they're more passionate about it, but without losing the mind of the other issues, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But at the end, when the action needs to be done mm-hmm. by the bigger group, we can all come together for that issue and work together. So we're trying to create maybe like, you know, uh, uh we use the community to, g- you know, to together divide and keep every but everybody all everybody else updated about what's going so on maybe in like the actions
0: a, like a group of, of committees that's in that's, a yes. sense. that's basically yes. so are you feeling as well you should that you have sort of helmed something that you could take you have the infrastructure i mean you kind of did i mean you kind of did cuz you guys were very involved in organizing artists in bushwick anyway naturally from before so do you feel like you can take the same Group or infrastructure, and are you thinking about moving forward with it?
1: Okay, or? I don't think I can take myself anything, <laughs> okay, because I feel like this is bigger than now. It has to be yeah. a group, yeah, but definitely we got on Sunday people offering us a space for uh-huh. meetings and stuff like that. We got, we got like, you uh-huh. know, offering things, and we know. No, if we need something, we know who to look for in the community. Right. You know, so, yes, so the idea is basically maybe create a bigger group, uh, dividing committees, and keep working together, you know. So are
0: you envisioning, like... uh... Because in
1: two years from now, we have to take back the Congress.
0: Yes, of course. That's a major goal. Yeah, of course. Yes. Oh, God. So... Are you thinking about having, say, like one big meeting and then having committees come out of that, or something like? Are you thinking about making something happen? Yes, yes. So- something. Lead- you- leading, I'm asking yes. you guys right are now. Lead us? Right now, I'm we looking. Need this kind of leadership. Right we now, lead uh, no, it's not so- leadership.
1: We're trying to. We want leaders to come up with the issues they care about. It. They can mm-hmm. engage now a little group and they can mm-hmm. make little actions. And after that, if they need a bigger action for the bigger group, we we'll all together do a bigger action.
0: And when I say leaders, I don't mean like um, in the political sense of leading. I mean leading the way that you've led to up till now, because this bus probably would not have happened or at least not have happened the same well Organized way, if you guys hadn't done it, so it must have been gratifying to feel like you can get something done. Did it feel like an achievement? Come on, guys! I, I,
1: I think was an achievement, but I, I felt I never thought we could not have done. Okay, I think we did bigger tasks already here in the community. Uh, right. You know, so yeah. th- so this was. I think no. Uh, yeah, I,
2: and, and I don't feel like it was a personal achievement. I mean, it was a, it was an idea, and it's just the kind of thing that, that both for Sibeli and I, when we get an idea to get something done, we just do it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not... So you guys are natural at it. That's what it I is. Don't I'm natural.
1: <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's
0: it was not like, you no. know... Look, just get this shit together, please. <laughs> if you can... De- look, you guys already proved you could get your shit together and get, help these deadbeat artists make their lives worthwhile. Don't give up now. Just keep going with but I, we need everybody's I mean. help
1: now. That's not like you know. We do. Right. We do right. need it, everybody's it help. Is, you know what? The
2: important thing again, and one of the important things about Bushwick in general, when it when it works best, is it. It's a community affair. Of course. And we need the community to come together and and, yeah. and all work on this yeah. because it it it. it Two crazy two crazy women aren't going to do it all. I even no know, no. I, I mean, was, I'm yeah. just
0: saying. Like, who's going to put the Facebook invite together? I mean, I'll send out the press release again. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. yeah, What the hell it <laughs> Right. Right. Um, so this is making me feel a little better. Yeah. Do Do you think like there is sort of uh, co- some sort of like comfort and even more than comfort buoyancy in knowing like that in knowing that you know you're not alone in this.
1: Yeah, that's I think the biggest thing of the march gave us now is we're all in fear alone at home before. Uh And when I went down that hill and saw those people, I was like, no, we are not alone. Look, now if all here is stand together, now.
0: You know, it's really weird because um, just me, myself, and somebody who's worked in corporate America as a freak, like, I often and I know I'm not, I know a lot of people feel the same way I do, whether they're real weirdos or not. You feel like a lot of times I just feel like a weirdo and we're all weirdos. I know. Well, and I know a we're lot all of people on this bus. <laughs> no, but I, I know a lot of people feel that way. They feel like they're weird freaks in their own like world trying to navigate and get along with everybody. And this is so uniting and that you wind up, I mean, for me, this this whole movement uh, has made me feel like part of something and that I'm, it makes me feel just more accepted as a human.
2: Well, and the other thing I, I want to say is, you know, I'm older than Cebelia, I'm older than you, Lisa, by, by, by some, yeah, by a month or two. I marched in Washington in the '60s and against Vietnam yeah, and been, all that kind of stuff. I was, you did, yeah, you I've been did that, teenager. Too. Yeah. But what I'm really thrilled about right now is seeing the, the people younger than we are who all of a yeah. sudden are waking up to know that they have to get involved in their world and the politics and the and mm-hmm. and that they have to do a little less navel gazing and a little mm-hmm. more activism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say, millennials, because it's about their future. That's right. Fucking get out. I yeah. told you that earlier. Get it's out of their, your house. It's their future, too. I mean, really, it's, it's their future for a lot longer than it's my future, so they really have to put their put boots on the ground, too.
0: Well, I don't know. You know, there's, I was going to make an Oxycontin <laughs> heroin joke, but that's not even funny. That's not funny. Uh, that's not something you can joke about. we got to be careful nowadays. You know, somebody got fired from Saturday Night Live from ranking on uh, Trump's son, which, you know...
2: Actually, we still to be funny, we still need
0: to laugh. No, we
1: need yeah. To yeah. Laugh. but
2: there is stuff, yeah. We but let's laugh it. at let's, yeah, let's so, make
0: fun of this shit that really no, there's boundaries. N- I, to, I
1: agree. I have a kid, no, that's like, yeah, that's, we should be nice to children, yes, yes. especially
0: Trump's kid, because I think he needs compassion more than perhaps more than a, a lot of us, more than a lot of people out yeah. there. Uh, so okay, so I want to, um I want to uh, give you uh, some of the stuff that I've heard. I want to hear your reaction to a conversation I had today. I had a conversation with a friend of mine today who's from uh, Nebraska. And she was saying uh, she's an educated uh, feminist type person. But she was saying, and I agree with this, that we, a lot of us, we're called privileged liberals or elitists or whatever, and we are, we are, because we're educated and we're all that shit, and we, we have food on the plate on our tables, and your children have shoes, things like that. Secondhand. Uh, <laughs> nevertheless, I've seen them. Uh, so what I'm saying is, is that my friend was saying that she has relatives living in trailer parks. And there are a lot of people in the Rust Belt and out there that are living in trailer parks and are living without any ever having any hope of health insurance. They have three jobs. They have drug, you know, heroin problems. I mean, you, you know, and some of them are Trump voters and some of them just Didn't. probably can't even get get through the day enough to get to a poll. So what what do you say? So she says that this marching and things like that aren't, aren't going to affect those people that those people need, you know, they, that in other words, caring about, um, you know, Planned Parenthood or something like that, even though it benefits them is is a, like a luxury or a lot of things that uh, we are all complaining about is a luxury. What do you guys say to that?
1: I disagree. I think you now we're all drinking the same water no if the environment goes no the earth goes down we all go down there's no like all the same in that aspect so no but those
2: people must and all of you know our fellow americans like that want to have a better life and the thing that we believe strongly is with the policies that the current president is starting to institute, their lives will not be better. So when we're marching, we're marching for them. They may not be able to f- get to Washington or afford to get to Washington, but we're not just what wa- marching for our liberal selves. Mm-hmm. We're marching for what we believe is right in the world that will help other people in our country and around the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. No. I think education is something that you know should be for everybody you now not for just liberals you know and i think the, the trailer park people are there because unfortunately they didn't have education you know a mm-hmm. lot of times they didn't have no and probably because they live in states that you know that the government doesn't really offer them no more education. It's like, it's its horrible. It's like...
2: You know, I heard some said it was a Republican congressman, I don't remember saying that these women marching out there, Why, you know, if they could afford to go to Washington and all that, they could afford to buy their own birth control. So why <laughs> do they have to buy their birth control? And, and it was like, yeah. What an but, asshole. What an asshole. But also, you know, yeah, the women who can't afford birth control were probably not marching there that day yeah. because, yes, they couldn't afford to get there. So it's up to us to, uh, up to, us to fight for them, too, because... They need somebody to fight for them. They need somebody to be on their side for that. Actually,
1: on Monday, I came down to my studio, and I was, before I was at the Y, and I was talking to, you know, people that I go to every day, and, like, you know, the the lady that works and cleaning you now the Y, and I asked, did you have the chance to go to the march? And she said, no, I was working. And I went to my studio and talked to the guys that work and also fixing the building. Did the guys heard about anything? No, we were working, you know. So those people, they, you know, like, But, no, I'm sincerely, I feel very connected. It's the people that I talk to to them every day, you know, is intersectional. Mm -hmm. And I know when I'm marching, I'm marching for them as well, you know. just, like, those are me. It's my people, too, you know. And they are my friends, the people that Mm -hmm. I see every day. I know their names. I know they have families. So... Mm hmm. That's a
0: good point. Uh, did you get any pushback? Was there anybody? Did you get I mean, I hear so many stories about hate mail and stuff like that. Did you get any negative feedback from anybody or any harass? I mean, there's harassment. I, I haven't
1: got like, any harassment. No,
2: nor I. Nor I. I mean, mm-hmm. no, you know, before, before we went, a couple people said to me, oh, be safe. Oh, be careful. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. t- you know, like, like, they were worried something might happen, and um, I was worried too. Sure, I mean I was concerned too, but I, I still went because yes. it was important to go. It Was never mm-hmm. going to stop yeah. me. Yeah.
0: So, what do you think, like Bushwick or artists in general? Like, what, how, how are they? What's special about them, or what, what's what, what role do they have? What, what's going to be different? Where are we? Are we have a different kind of? Is being in Bushwick different? We have so many... Like, we're kind of in a little bit of an echo chamber.
2: Oh, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, art the role artists play in general, and this is in Bushwick too, is they're able to um, get some a different kind of visibility, because, I mean, there were amazing signs that people made, or they can write songs that people hear. I mean, and that gets attention. But every single person, whether they do that or not, is just as valuable. And as long as they, you know, continue to take their action and talk to their friends and their families about it. I mean, you know, I don't want to say, you know, I think Bushwick is special, but uh, I'm sure the people who live in, you know, a corner of Detroit thinks their corner is special. So, Awesome. I, I don't, I don't, I don't play that game, mm-hmm. and I think that's when people when, when you play too much of that, that's when the people talk about the liberal elites or the mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I refuse to be pigeonholed into that, mm-hmm. or, or let Butchwick be pigeonholed into that. Well, one, one of the
0: things that really concerns me is that we don't understand what the Trump voters think or feel or what their lives are like. I feel like we are very dismissive of them. Do you see that? Would you agree with that?
2: You know, I, I, the town I grew up in in Pennsylvania went heavily Trump in this election, and mm-hmm. I, not that I go back there very often, although there's still some family there and stuff like that. Um, I would like to. I understand the frustration that many of those Trump voters felt in terms of the political system and and not feeling recognized and not heard. I understand that, and I understand why they would want to change. The thing that I don't understand is why they were not willing. To do their homework about facts and issues and truth versus fiction versus alternative facts, they just they just went with this emotional response without having any foundation in reality, and that's what I don't forgive. I don't forgive that they wanted change and they were mm-hmm. able, and, and they looked for someone else and they had questions about Hillary, but I I don't forgive them for not knowing what Donald Trump and his ilk really stand for.
0: Well, that's how uh, the media works. I mean, I know from advertising, it's always about trying to get an emotional twist to get somebody hooked into something. So that's, these people, I mean, it's true. I mean, what do we do about that? People are not Going to read the newspaper, they're not going. This no, the, they watch
1: the reality show.
0: Yeah. yeah, So how do we get around that, or what do we do?
1: I
2: think those are the things. As we talk about taking actions and going out and educating people, educating that people. we, you know, we were, we were talking before Sabellian and I about, you know, for the midterm elections, going out to swing states and talking to people and doing that. You know, we can talk. We don't. Have, you you, can't, you know, New York is, is a done deal. We're not going to. Ch- we don't need to change too many it's money an to ec- New York. Yeah, 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 I, hope so. I, hope, I hope so. I hope so. I hope. No, but we well, yeah. we'll have to make yeah. sure
1: that this stays yes. the next election you know, a sanctuary city. Mm-hmm. Like, don't give anything for granted because we said he was not going to be the now the yeah. the Republican nominee, and he was. We said that she was going to win, and she lost. Now people are saying, oh, he's going to last. He's not going to last a month. He's going to last six months. He probably will because we're saying those things right now. Mm-hmm. We should not take anything anymore for granted. Mm-hmm. New York can go down if they divide us. We're gonna go down. It's not gonna be a sanctuary city anymore. So don't mm-hmm. take anything for granted anymore. The rules that we used to know—they're gone. The new rules that we don't understand anymore is now new grounds. We're in a uh, no, alternate, parallel states of yep. like a uh, universe. Yep. You know.
2: You know, I, I've, ta- I've taken people who hate me. I've taken, because I still have some people I know who um, are not, are, are not, do not share my views. But if they, or even people I do know who sometimes post false news on social media or something, they don't know it. They just immediately post something as they've read a headline. They don't mm-hmm. sort we post them, something. And I call them out on it immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we have to call people out on on what we, when we so know. So speak
0: up. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I've heard that also. Like if you see somebody being mistreated with, you know, as, you know, or discriminated against, if you're a witness to that, you got right? to talk up. You can't let you right. can't be quiet. Sabella, so, you're from Brazil. Yes. How long have you been in this country again? Forever. Almost
1: 19 years. 19 this years. This is my country. I'm a citizen now. And
0: you're married you've been married for how long? you Oh, married- actually I'm not married. You're not
1: married? No. <laughs>
0: Why do I, I've asked you this before. I should know that.
1: Because I would call husband and wife because people understand better. Like people well, you, like...
0: you you produce a lovely, handsome, smart, yes, my baby darling child mm-hmm. who's also very cultivated at this point. I've never seen a kid at a gal, at an art art opening so much. <laughs> He knows every laughing every really artist. He's, he's definitely going to hate art when he grows <laughs> up.
1: Oh, he's, oh, he's going to be an artist or is he going to hate art? He's going to hate art. <laughs> no,
0: like, like my stepson. <laughs> so, uh,. W- you have, I mean you have family in Brazil and stuff like that do you hear much from them what's their point of view have you heard Oh much? Brazil is
1: a mess right now like you know so Brazil barely yeah Brazil, Brazil, is, barely, is, a, yeah, Brazil they, is such a got mess their own shit. They have a huge shit going on over there they barely have time for the rest of the world we have our own Trump over there you no know, mm-hmm, right have gotten, you know, So you've seen this yeah. Oh and I was born in a dictatorship in Brazil so I've seen that as well. Uh, like you, know, I, you have memories of that? I have memories of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. When, uh, my dad lost his, no, he was used to work for government. He got, no. Your he, father used to work for the government? Yeah, he lost, he lost his job because of the dictatorship because he was against the dictatorship. And now he almost went in jail. It's a whole family. You really? Know? Yeah, so we have a whole our whole wow. history. How so old were you? Uh, I was born in 73 uh 68 we had the the, the coupe, um so I was how much old <laughs> No
0: but like you know 5 or 6 that yes. kind of age was it frightening for you
1: I don't remember a lot remember that a aspect lot, but... like I remember the, the feeling you know but growing up with that growing like that we I mean growing up like there's things that we never my parents not even say inside the house because they are afraid that we go to school and say. So we never call, we call the president and not, you no know, the dictator and was a general. But we, you know, we kept the distance. My dad was very careful about talking issues around us. And when finally we come to democracy over there, everybody came out. It's like, finally we can talk, you know, we can mm-hmm. you know, sing again, you know. So the only really thing we do at home actually was singing. Because, you know, as an arts community, we're going to see that metaphor goes way beyond anything. Music and metaphor goes, no, way beyond. Mm -hmm. Now it's very difficult to people to condemn metaphor.
0: So people were afraid to speak up even in their own
1: homes? Oh, yes. Were you afraid the home was bugged? No, they're afraid. For we have kids, We have uh, kids around. The yeah. kids are gonna go out in school and say uh, things, you know. Well, I see. So people are afraid, you know. So it was, it, was, it was very interesting. Wow, wow.
0: So do you see any parallels between that time and this? Is it tri- is it a trigger?
1: Oh, I yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. having... I don't want to go there. I don't want to go back there. I don't so want to. You don't k- want to go back there. Meeting that kind of state of where people cannot talk in their homes now. What can you feeling. picture
0: that happening? Oh yes, you can. I can. You can picture that happening because of Trump. Of course. Wow.
1: And that actually, the march made me. Nina, I are have, you surprised had no to hear
2: her say that. I'm a little surprised. No, no, I no, I know. No, I'm not surprised to hear her say that. I, I think I'm a little less. I'm a little more skeptical of it. Although I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be totally surprised either. I think anything can happen. Now. But I also think because you made a good point, you know, there's a lot of stuff happening in the world. Again, the United States is not a bubble. No. Um, Brexit in the UK is a big yeah, issue. The rise right, right. of the socialist. I mean, the, the, right, the right, the extreme right, Marine Le Pen in France. Yeah. Right. The woman who's. Named Petra, whatever her name is, in Germany, who's you know threaten Angela Merkel and everything that's percolating over there because of the um, immigrant immigrant crisis. It's mm-hmm. you know we we are not alone in this. There, there's there, and and it would do us well to keep an eye on the entire world, just not only Washington, because mm-hmm. it's all of a piece. And especially as, mm-hmm. as Trump talks about you, you know moving the the um, embassy to Jerusalem and Israel in the Middle East, and all that too. It's a it, there's there's a lot to keep an eye on it, and we we have to. It, it is an international world right
1: now. Yeah, but what my, my 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 fear comes because I believe that democracy is made by respect institutions. When mm-hmm. the president doesn't respect his own chair, mm-hmm. you know how people are going to respect? You no, know, it's just like mm-hmm. that's you no know, like people's like oh, but in America, you know, is the, we have great institution of great history. Now Iran used to have two. Brazil before dictatorship used to have two. Chile used to have mm-hmm. two. You know, like you know, we're like. People, and I was like, keep your eyes open. Institutions can go down very easily if people don't respect them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm scared.
1: <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs>
0: you got me. I'm like totally, I'm afraid of a nuclear war.
1: Me too. Now, that's the problem. Brazil can go down and shit right now, but we don't have nuclear power. U.S. have.
0: Yeah, but you could get nuked. But do you think if you have nukes, you're more likely to be nuked? I think so. Probably, right? Def- definitely. If you ha- if you have if you have that. Um, what's your take on uh tell me a little more about like the men on the bus and the men in the march. What what's your take on that? I love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you think there was enough men?
2: No. No. But but there were more than I thought there could be. Yes. Be. Yeah, I think actually, there's more than I thought would be. Yeah.
1: But they they were very vocal and they were very brothers like you know they really like you know we couldn't hear them like you know you no know, their body their choice you know her 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 body her her choice they were very vocal they really were there for us mm-hmm. they want know
0: mm-hmm. do you think do you think that women are just more active in this kind of they're just more motivated to do things or where are where are the guys where are those guys did you get did you Speak to a lot of guys about this when you were organizing the bus. I
1: think it was a women's march. My husband didn't go. Okay, Peter. Peter thought, you know, he came to the sign and he's like, he felt like, oh, it's really the like signs of a thing is about women's movement. And uh, you now I'm anti-Trump. You know, and so he decided to stay home also to take care of Sam, you know, our son. And he ended up actually he went to the march in New York. And, but he was very, you know, supportive of, mm-hmm. you know, of me going. And he never asked me time. just go and do whatever you have to mm-hmm. do. And he came home. He was very proud and hugged mm-hmm. me, you know. But I understand it was kind of, was our march. You know, mm-hmm. I think we're starting the resistance. We are starting now. Mm-hmm. But I think they are going <laughs> to, the next march, they're going to be there. I have no doubt. That every man that I know. Mm-hmm. Are going, are yeah, going I, I, I
2: think I agree. I think because it was originally called the women's march, and then some guys were put off about that to start with. And, and uh-huh. even, even once they o- they opened the door and said this is for everybody, right. still there was some some leftover yeah. res- resistance yeah. to that. And but I also like I said I did find that the closer it got and the more the momentum got got more men wanted to go and and did decide yes. to go. Yeah, I
0: do think that the momentum did push, push So and men. I agree with
2: Sibeli that the next next the next mm-hmm. large action will be completely across the board.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I also in my
0: experience and what do you guys think about this? My experience by the way, this I usually this show is usually never political or never even like this is a we're having like a real interview show this never happens here i didn't even get into like you know your psycho got psychotic histories (laughs) that'll have to be different time (laughs) yeah look at me i sound like i know didn't i sound like i know what i was talking about look at at me look at me i'm talking about politics (laughs) Jesus well, Christ. I don't know anything, <laughs> really. I watch we're learning. We're all learning, yeah. we're all learning.
1: We're being called to action.
0: So anyway, but I just wanted to say that I think that, you know, it's really interesting. My observation or my sense of things, just just my vibe of what's going on is that men are actually or heterosexual, maybe all men, but certainly heterosexual men are more pissed off about Trump in their own way because I think that they feel emasculated by him in a certain way. I think he's very emasculating because he is so focused on the um, lowest form of evaluating power that um, he kind of pushes a lot of buttons. I don't even know if a lot of men are aware of that, but I think they're really, he's making, he's pointing out that he's, the alpha. He wants well, to be the alpha guy. I,
2: I can't speak for you know all, uh, for any men at all. You speak for all <laughs> men. Yes, I all. yeah,
0: yeah, all. yeah, yeah. Point, i speak for everybody. I, Every I, I like
2: I, men, by the way. But uh, me too. Me too. But I will say, especially <laughs> I think right now, white men feel that way because he represents Trump represents everything that has is wrong with white men. And, and yeah, but we have
1: like we're talking about. Be the wrong. man that we know, no, the, okay, right. because the, the man that vote for him actually right. feel the opposite. They feel before, emasculated before, and now they feel finally they're getting ma- right. their masculinity Yeah, back. you're right. Yeah. No? Yeah, that's yes, you're a,
0: totally I think right. you're right. That's an excellent point. Yeah. If you so, see all those
1: motorbikers over right. there in the you know, videos for inauguration day, they feel like, oh, I am got back my balls So But now. it's,
0: a, it's a, yeah, back. Right, I got right. back my balls. Trump got me my balls back. <laughs> Maybe that's Trump got me my balls back. That's what they should be saying. And
2: the the women should be back in the kitchen and the Mexicans should be back in Mexico. And yeah,
0: I think a lot of women do want to be back in the kitchen. I do. I think a lot of the women that um, uh, voted for Trump, they want to have a guy who's going to be the boss. Do you do you think that's true at all?
1: I think those fifty two percent women, probably, perhaps, I think they're brainwashed. They still, uh, they can you no. Know, and I also feel like they are they are brainwashed. They still, they're married, and I feel like that they can't wake. Can you imagine if those women wake up and see the next? You no, know, where they're sleeping next, and where the children, the the boys that they're raising, and how they treat them, like like how can they can cope with that? Mm-hmm. It's easier to keep. No, no. Sleeping, even the nightmare, is sometimes easier to keep that dream going because if you wake right. up, you now you spend 30 years yeah. of your life living yeah. that. No, I can't. I mean, I
2: don't know if it's this election, but when I was living in Connecticut several, you know, elections ago, there I was amazed at the number of women who I tried to talk to about politics. And they would say, oh, I don't care about any of it. It will never change. I don't know who to vote for. I'll just vote for whoever my husband tells me to vote yeah, for. Yeah, I was
0: just going to say that. I think a lot of women are still, I think that we all have to know about that. That's like those, like I was saying, people in trailer parks and people in the Rust Belt. There are a lot of women out there who we need to get to who are still voting the way their husband wants them to vote. I think it's so so sad and so common, mm. Right. I mean, you see her,
2: it just, it makes me want to smack my head against. Yeah. So that's
0: what we, we gotta, we gotta work on getting those chicks on board. And I don't know how you do that, but, um, I think that, I think that is a, that is something the women's movement can do is get other women and say, look, look how great it is. When the guy isn't in charge, you can do whatever the hell you want. Screw him." Okay. We have five minutes left. And I want to get in a few things before I say goodbye to you guys, at least on the air. Uh, first of all, I uh, want I want to tell everybody about um did, about the front room in case in case you uh that was my husband saying good show. He love you, Phil. Woo! Love you. Phil never talks. You know what? Phil Phil's like oh, I don't want to hear about the show. Oh, when I come home, he's like I don't want to hear about it. He never listens. Wow, Phil! Thanks for listening. We love you. Mm-hmm. How's Detroit? You better you better not make trouble on the plane again like last time.
1: Oh, I love Detroit. Uh, I lived in Michigan for a while too. So yeah. So let's
0: give a shout out to the front room. Do you know they're having this party on Saturday night? Do you know about this?
1: No. No. Okay. I was with them on Monday. I didn't hear. That.
0: So uh, I think they just they just organized this week. Uh, front room is moving. Yeah. We know that. And they're having a party Saturday night. I will be there helping people with their anxiety and giving out prescriptions. Anxiety about change because of the front room moving. Moving is very anxiety uh, causing. But it'll be a really fun time. and, And you guys out there should all come to this. So the this gallery? Event. It's at the gallery and everything's going to be cleared out in the back. So there's going to be a, the party oh. is going to rock and there are oh. other performers. So come to that party Saturday night. I don't have the details, but I'll put it on my Facebook page. And I want to talk about Sibeli's artwork, her Woo! video this is so Awesome. It's at an A-list gallery, Petzel. Tell us about it, Sibella, you got two minutes, and we want to hear about okay, it. Okay, so
1: uh, the show We Need to Talk at Petzel Gallery is already on. They had an open call for videos, and I was have been working this video the last uh, six months. and when was, Fabulous. And the, the whole video came out of, about the politics the moment they started casting uh, fingers, and the video is called The Thread Has a Finger, you know, so it's 1 minute and a half, but it's a gal- the the show is amazing. If you are feeling alone right now, you know, about the whole you know, the whole political situation, go to the gallery, watch the videos and watch the show as well. It's beautiful.
0: So what is is the show political?
1: Yes. And what
0: political? Uh, political. We know what that it's means. It's basically anti-Trump, anti-Trump show, but your your piece looked particularly interesting. It was explain it.
1: So my uh, I cast fingers that mm-hmm. uh, they hang in a thread. Mm-hmm. And the whole, my idea was, mm-hmm. was, you know, can be a bigger metaphor. You can go and have your own reading. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was this whole situation about fake news and all these threads and people being mean to each other online, you know. So, I mean, there's always an agenda. W- actually, the agenda was dividing us as much as they could, and they, mm-hmm. and they did it, you know. Mm-hmm. So... So the video is all these fingers uh, rotating, rotating, rotating everywhere mm-hmm. in any direction. And we, we get this kind of almost mm-hmm. like a vertigo sense of like, you know, what's going on here. So, but uh, you can go on my Facebook and we can see the video over there I as have. well.
0: I It's really, it's really an awesome video. It's a fantastic video.
1: Yeah. yeah. We have already 700 views, but now if you can go to 3,000 views, I'm almost like.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I'll, I'll put a link on it. I'll link it to the Facebook Uh, thing about this show too so people can see it
2: also, um, if we start to put more info together about getting together um, for a big meeting or or planning, we have a Facebook page called Bushwick Rebels. Yes. Oh, I and did not a know group, that. Group about a Bushwick group. A group,
0: sorry, yes. A group. Oh, and I did not know that. We need to. We need to. Yeah, we get put that pictures going. over
1: there, so if, you're gonna, if you gonna want to see pictures ah, about the the, yeah. the bus, the we have tons of pictures I of did the march. I didn't
0: know that. Why didn't you tell me that? I'm oh, sorry, sorry.
1: So much information. We're telling oh, you now,
0: Jesus. and yes. that. That's where we'll put updated info, info. Okay, so.